0: Well, hello there. Welcome and thank you for listening to this audio. You are listening to Passion Harvest. I'm Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. I am so excited to be joining you today. Thank you for listening and making me a part of whatever you are doing. Passion Harvest makes magic. We are inspired to do it, manifest it. Every day we aim to engage, inspire and develop the human spirit with passion. My guest today is Alison Petrie. I am really, really honored to have this wonderful woman on the show. She speaks from her heart with love, intelligence, and grace to share her story of personal growth from a high player in the corporate world to live and work in a life that completes her Tantra. Drawing from a vast wealth of knowledge, Alison works with the utmost integrity, to assist people to connect with their higher self and find their aliveness within. This is her story and this is her passion. Hello, Alison. Thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Louisa. (laughs) It's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Um, Alison and I met, gosh, a week and a half ago and um, at a small workshop you... Performed and I thought you were incredible, and you had a beautiful story, and you're a really wonderful teacher. So um, I'm just wondering if you'd like to share a little bit about yourself and and what you do.
1: Yeah, thank you. And yeah, it was a it was great to meet you on the weekend as well. And. Yeah, to hear your passion about what you're doing with this podcast is yeah. really inspiring as well. So, I, yeah, I, I was very happy to jump on and, and have this opportunity to speak with you. So, uh, where do I start? Where <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Okay, so part of well, what I do now is I work, teach tantra and sacred sexuality and also women's work. It's been a bit of a journey to get here and that, you know, unfolded in quite quite an unstructured way, if you like. So, it was very much about following my passion because I was working at the time in IT in the corporate world and now this is about about probably 12 to 15 years ago now I had a long career in IT and it served me very well because I got to travel the world I was actually very good at it I have very analytical logical rational brain which did love all the problem solving but there was always something missing for me it 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 didn't have that connection to people in in a way that that my heart really deeply felt that it wanted to wanted to engage with people Mm -hmm. and that became more and more clear and it became it came to a point where I you know I had a, a a very great contract I'd been traveling the world and living in different countries I came back to Australia in relationship and I had this great contract, three days a week, getting paid lots of money, and I could not force myself to get up and go each day to there. And I knew then that something really really needed to change.
0: Yeah, amazing how it actually affected your body as well. I mean, obviously you know, everything's combined, but um, I guess it got to the stage where your body physically was just saying no.
1: Yes, that's, that's exactly how it felt, like everything inside of me no except my mind which was I, saying what about the money yeah <laughs> so it, it, i had already you know there, that had already been there this desire in fact when i did my degree in in computing science many many years ago mm-hmm. i did a sub major in applied psychology so the seeds were there from a very long time ago i followed though the more traditional path what i thought would be um good work opportunities, what other people encouraged me to do and what I was good at. And that was fine for a while. As I said, I have no regrets about that at all. But this little seed that was there, that that was planting away a passion for people, a passion for understanding how we work, how we relate, was there so strongly from the beginning and it just kept on growing. And it came to a point where retraining i'd already been studying counseling and psychology i'd gone back i was looking for my passion what is it if i if i don't want to do this what is it and that that emerged that i did a counseling course you know a short counseling course and i went ah this is what i'm looking for this is what's going to fulfill me in a different way than i ever have before
0: wow and I, I remember in uh, when you gave a talk last week that you said, um, when you found tantra, you, you've never, it's never, re- nothing's ever resonated so much with you before. You just, that was like the aha moment.
1: Yes, yeah, I've kind of gone back a little bit further than that, even than what I was talking about on the weekend, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, I, just to fill that little bit out mm-hmm. again, I. I studied counselling and psychology and I began working with people in that way and I also studied energy healing mainly for my own benefit. So there were a lot of these things, yoga, meditation, I did for myself and they kept leading me to the next piece, to the next piece, to the next piece. And then the piece of Tantra came in after I had already transitioned out of IT, but not not too long after. And as you said, it was the one thing that brought all of it together for me. It was almost like something woke up inside of me that the, the yoga, the meditation, the energy work, the counselling, the self-reflection, self-development had all been leading up to that point.
0: And uh, can I ask if you could describe it as a feeling, how, how, how did it make you feel? What, what, what were the feelings around that?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, it made me feel alive, made me feel like a woman in a way that I hadn't so much. I had been very much in the corporate world, much more in a kind of a driven head space, Mm-hmm. Um, masculine space. I used to find it hard to relax and actually to feel my body. So this work, and in that even in that first workshop, I suddenly felt that I was in my body, that I was aware of my movements from the inside, that I was aware of my breath, that I could feel tingling in my fingers and my toes, that I felt quite full rather than, you know, just disconnected from, from myself. I could feel my heart and a warmth of my heart and an enthusiasm and an excitement for life and I could begin to feel like a pulse or a flow of energy moving through my body. So aliveness and fullness are the closest words that I can, that I can come up with.
0: You you describe that so beautifully. I've got goosebumps now because it's such a a beautiful, (laughs) vivid picture of um, embracing passion or finding what you know what truly resonates with you.
1: Mm. Yes, and it it was like that. It was a light bulb moment, not so much as an idea, but as a as an experience, as a felt experience in my body. And I think that that's what a lot of what had been missing for me in my life before Mm -hmm. uh, that. I was I was so in my capacity of my mind, which was very much valued in that work, you know, how mm-hmm. well I could think, basically. Uh, so the, the, the rest of me had been forgotten in some ways or p- not prioritised. You know, I felt as lesser than. I often felt my body was less than, you know. It was just this thing to get me to work and get me, you know, to where I needed to go. So the, that relationship reversed when I, when I came into Tantra. And, and now this is a full-time,
0: I, I guess people look at, you know, a lot of people ask from a monetary point of view how, you know, I have this passion and I love it, but how can I live it fully? So this
1: is what you're doing full-time now. Yes, it is. I have done... Different kind of incarnations since that transition from IT. So it was mm-hmm. the counselling and the psychology, um, women's work and retreats. So I've done various different flavors of working with people. But yes, yes, it's been my it's been my full time transition into yeah. And this is what I do now. Fantastic, and I think now
0: you're down at Melbourne doing a workshop, and there's a tantra festival.
1: Yes, yes, that's coming up. So that's a, uh, yeah, I haven't been to Melbourne for quite a long time. So coming down here to share some work and the Melbourne Tantra Festival is coming up in the end of March. So we've been invited to uh, run some workshops there. So that's, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Travelling to do the work. And I guess,
0: you know, the, the, the thought of Tantra, there's a lot of taboo around it and a lot of people... Um, don't really understand it or don't know what it is, would you be able to how I'm just wondering how you would explain what 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 is tantra, what is tantric body work to you? Which is a very hard question. Yeah. <laughs> to answer in a short
1: space of time. Yes, it as you said, it kind of means different things to different people. Uh-huh. There's a lot of different offerings out there under the banner of Tantra. For me it feels, for me it is first and foremost a connection to self and an integration of heart, spirit and your sexuality. So it's a, it's a whole being path. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, in, in more ancient traditions, it was a path of spirituality, a path towards enlightenment uh, connection with a bigger sense of self, if you like, more freedom, more expansion to simply be yourself and to understand yourself as more than just a physical body and more than just a, you know, living here in the material world, having a job, making money, even though that's important, but but fostering a deeper connection and an integrated connection between being here on Earth and being connected to something larger. It sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not the only path for for that. You can know that and more and more people, I think, are searching for some sense of meaning or passion, uh, if you like, and it's not the only path. But for me it really resonates because it also includes the body and sexuality and as a, as a very natural, as a very wholesome part, but not only that, but, but an expansive part of life. So sexuality as a path of healing, sexuality as a path of expansion and growth, and sexuality as a path of connection to, you know, the divine, if you like. Yeah.
0: So it's, it's, it's complete. It's not just people think, oh, it's sex. It's not sex. It's a, it's a complete holistic mind, body, soul um, practice that's that's my that's definitely my experience of it and what i share and aside from um, workshops you also do private sessions for couples
1: yes yes so these you know the tantric approach and principles can really support connection relationship and sexuality mm-hmm. and a lot of what is offered today under the banner of tantra and where it can really be practical in our kind of Western modern lifestyle is is enhancing and enriching our relationship to self and to other people. So couples find it, a lot of couples have the heart connection, have found due to -to day-to-day pressures or past hurts or traumas um, they found that the disconnection Is between great. where they would, yeah, where they would really like to be with each mm-hmm. other versus what happens day to day. So some of these principles and practices just bring back, bring back the love and bring back the connection and bring back the passion.
0: And, and, I mean, you know, I guess it's our lifestyle, our fast-paced lifestyle, but when working on couples, I wonder... Do they need to work on themselves first before a cu- or is it just a process of working together and on themselves?
1: Yeah, I was. I was we was. I was speaking today just about that actually, mm-hmm. because I had a couple of um, couples inquiring lately, and the. It depends on where they're at. Often, there's if if things have been building up, then addressing really addressing individually the what's been built up in in each person whether that's resentment whether it's um fears whether it's a feeling of like you know i don't even feel like connecting whether it's stress whether it's something you know a trauma from the past that's mm-hmm. emerging as people get closer you know the more ch- more um More intimacy is there, more knowing of each other and more safety and trust for things to emerge. So sometimes when these issues emerge, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It means that there's enough stable foundation for the deeper healing or a deeper connection of vulnerability between two people. So sometimes working separately is is important Mm -hmm. to come to a place where these practices can really take off, if you like, where they can really add to the the intimacy and the connection and the love. And the growth of a couple. Um, And the growth, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think something just, (laughs) a thought just came into my head as we're talking and you're giving this incredible explanation, but I find after a lot of women have children, um, they lose appreciation for their body. I'm trying to um, express this and they are not so much inter- interested in intimate relations.
1: Yes. Yes, i found that over and over again. And, you know, quite naturally, the mm-hmm. you know, body's been through a massive initiation, transition, um, change on physical, hormonal, emotional levels, and there are demands of the children, you know, in a very different way than they may have had before if there were no children. Yeah. So a lot of the, the time and energy uh, it becomes devoted towards, towards the children and, you know, sex or intimacy or even connection or time with your partner gets put down the priority list often, yeah? Yes. <laughs> so, so, you know, that it's a natural transition and, you know, being aware that that is actually happening and having some patience around it is, is really important. But also the nourishment that intimacy can give. Is also important for the couple, you know, and providing that example for the children. So often, it's uh, a reimagining of what sex and intimacy can be. That is super important in those stages mm-hmm. of a couple's relationship, because we have often like an idea of what what sex is, and that you have to be in the mood. You have to have a lot of energy, it's going to take a lot of energy, you know, I have to look or feel a certain way, I have to have, you know, no stress or no worries, all of those kind of things, or the mood has to be right. And so all of those things contribute to a fact of like, well, if I have to tick all of those boxes, then I'm just, I just can't at the moment, you know, I just don't have the capacity. It it, it sounds like hard work. (laughs) It sounds like hard work, whereas this approach to intimacy and sexuality takes off the pressure, any agenda, slows everything down and comes back to, well, how can we be together in this moment? What would be nourishing? Mm. So there's, there's that redefinition of, of what intimacy can be is really empowering for people. Rather than thinking there's something wrong, it's just well, let's expand the, the definition of what this is and allow it to fit where we are rather than trying to fit ourselves into some model or, you know, example of of what it's supposed to be like.
0: Yeah, and it's a beautiful understanding of your partner. Yes. Yes. Of where they're at and what they want.
1: Yes. And also because the men, you know, it's a big transition and challenge of men as well, becoming a parent and then also having you know, the, the, the partnership not being the main focus mm-hmm. uh, anymore and their own sexual desires and needs, you know, like it's like, okay, there's no space for that. So, yeah, it's, it's, an un, it's, it's coming to understand each other more deeply and, and finding a way to stay in connection
0: yeah.
1: that supports the relationship, that supports the children, that supports each other's, you know, where, they're, where everyone's at.
0: Amazing, and I—I I mean, I just—just just thinking about it, you must get so much—so much satisfaction from, you know, couples that really um, move and grow together.
1: Yeah, it's—it's it's very beautiful, actually. You know, and and not all relationships are—you are, know—will will make it through different challenges, but not necessarily having children, but whatever challenge it is, you know, yeah. sometimes, sometimes it's—it's it's a time for, you know, separation, but. What I've found is that these practices really can draw people together and and give them the best possible chance to navigate ups and downs in life. And the real satisfaction I get often is people who've been together for a really long time who still come and to workshops and go, yeah you know like I wonder what else is possible I wonder what else is possible or we feel a bit you know stagnant or you know things are the same same for a long time we've lost the passion yeah. and they come along and I, I really enjoy that there's so much satisfaction of seeing people most fall in love all over again oh, and it's such a
0: beautiful way that you teach connection to self it's it's really lovely
1: yeah, thank you. I mean, that's where it begins. Yep. You know, I'm talking a lot about you're asking about relationships and, and mm-hmm. couples, etc. but for me, it really is, it begins with self. Yeah. That's,
0: it's fantastic. Um, oh, no, it's fantastic, and thank you so much for talking to me. Is there, is there anything else you'd like to share um, with us?
1: I guess... In terms of passion what what I've found with this work um, and and for myself in my own life is is finding this connection to what helps you to feel more alive. So I see that in the tantric work because we bring in breath and we bring in awareness of the body, we bring in movement, bring in meditations. um, So there's a, a, a freedom, a freedom of expression and a freedom from the pressures of having to be a certain way or a certain role or a certain someone in the world. And so then your natural inclinations your natural vibrancy and natural aliveness has more space to emerge and be expressed and that's what I found for myself you know I felt when I was in the corporate world as I said it served me quite well but I, I felt quite boxed in there was a whole you know range of me that hadn't had any possibility of expression and that's what I feel is my passion is helping people to find that aliveness within so, you know to reconnect with yeah, how amazing it is to be alive
0: without conditions that's beautiful
1: yeah yeah so that's what I would share with with your listeners finding oh. that 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 path <laughs> that thing that helps you feel alive Fantastic. whether it's a, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah that's great and if anyone's listening all Allison's contact details will be in the show notes um Alison thank you so much for talking to me today
1: Yeah, it's a pleasure, Louisa. Thank you for
0: inviting me. And um, enjoy the rest of your time in Melbourne.
1: Thank you. I'm looking forward to
0: it. Okay, thanks very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you would like to know more, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Passion Harvest. We would love to hear from you. Tell us how you are living your passions. You can also email us at hello at passionharvest.com. And if you liked the show, please subscribe to our podcast and be inspired from our episodes about how to unlock or develop your passion. And remember, follow, harvest and live your passion today.